to him who loved us and who washed us from our sins by his blood and who made us kings and priests to God the Father, to him be all glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. I'm amazed, it was unplanned, how that doxology from Revelation 1 has reflected the three parts of this little worship series, sermon series. He's made us kings, indeed, with his glory forever and ever. And to get into it, I again summarize for all of you, whether you were here or weren't, this little graphic summarizing our uh, church mission statement and, and motto up and out, we are uh, on a mission to connect people up with God, to connect people in with uh, other Christians, and, and out to the world and those who don't yet know Jesus. And again, in quick summary, last month in their annual planning sessions, the ministry staff, along with the leaders of our ministry teams, the whole teams actually, and, and other officers expanded this to upward through faith, uh, inward in love, and outward with power. And let me summarize each of them again whether you were here or, or or weren't upward through faith that's got to be the first action actually the, the, the first is that our saving God came down to us and did what we could not do uh, kept his perfect law suffered its consequences on the cross in the flesh the son of God rose from the dead, ascended on high to take us upward as we simply trust in him. Inward, in love then, we're sharing this love of Christ first received by us, now distributed amongst each other. If you did not hear of the love of Christ given to you, the love of Christ shared with you in the sermons, I want that Actually, to be first and foremost here again today, you have the love of Christ as you come to him uh, on your knees, down with your guilt and sin. He lifts you up, cancels that sin, forgives you, and pulls you to him. And here within Trinity Lutheran Church, our fellowship and family, we, we do seek, and I have seen in my short time here how that love is given one to another unconditionally. No matter what you've done or haven't done, no matter what problems you're facing, no matter if you have, you think everything in order or everything's askew in your life with fears and foibles, you are loved by Jesus and by us. We are here to sacrifice for you, reflecting the sacrifice he first gave us. But today, it's not about us. It's about taking that now outward with power. The text we've used all through 
this series. Again, in small font up on the screen so that I can highlight a, a couple of lines in the color green today. The Apostle Paul writes and prays, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power, there it is in that opening section, through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Most of that was the previous weeks. But now, this doxology he has at the end now to him, who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I do have the key words in green and larger font. You are strengthened with power through his spirit. He is able to do far more abundantly than we can ask or think. Some translations read ima even imagine according to the power at work within us. Indeed, moving through all generations. Let's look at that today. And again, this week, as we've done each week, all three words of the expanded motto, outward, outward with power. What happens here in the church and, and, and in Christ's body is always for his purpose to take it outward. That's why the readings today were chosen. Abraham soon to be called Abraham, was promised the blessing of God, his chosen people, the promised land, but, but not as an end to itself. Did you hear the end of that section? Through you all nations, all peoples of the earth will be blessed. He was blessed to be a blessing. Paul, in Ephesians 3 earlier, recounts his ministry, indeed that mystery that not only the Jews, but especially through him at that point, the Gentiles also are made heirs of glory. Indeed, he described his ministry, it should describe yours and mine, as God's light to all peoples. And you may be wondering about the choice of Matt, Mark chapter 3, or chapter 11, Jesus cleansing the temple. I picked the version from Mark when he cleansed the temple during Holy Week, just before he, he went to the cross to die and then rise. Because Mark's version has this quote of Isaiah, I think it's 56, I want to say. Yes. After he cleaned out the church and, and made it what it should be, not with all those money changers and earthly concerns, 
He said, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations? That's the purpose of that temple in Jerusalem, God's church. It is created through his gospel and good news so that all peoples can be gathered. That was Christ's concern in that temple. Those people were excluding others with their, their, their money exchanges and exorbitant prices and on and on. He wanted all peoples indeed with him. And so do we. As we move we move outward. Churches that don't, I said last week. Churches only concerned with maybe even the, the upward relationship of, of being called by God's grace through faith or the inward relationships of sharing his love manifest and concerns only, only about doctrine that we're teaching within these walls or or buildings and their maintenance, or, or, or uh, uh, traditions that are by human creation, if that's their only focus, you can tell from their bulletins and meeting agendas, those churches are dying, and you can tell from other evidence. The reason is because they don't truly understand the upward call of God and the, the inward sharing of his love. Romans chapter 8, 39 is one of my, probably your favorite verses, where Paul, after recounting just about everything in all creation, including angels, life, death, things above, things below, he says, nothing can separate us from the love that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. If we know the love of Christ come down to us, pulling us to him, shared with one another, if we really know that that's something that can never be lost in Christ Jesus, we have nothing to lose. We will give it all away. Right? I've been involved with building committees and I'm so glad to hear not just from my mouth but from the, the chair of the committee and the whole congregation we're building this facility to give it away we are here this morning being built as the temple of God to give ourselves away to others indeed to move outward I'm going to expand this a bit with things we, we formally share here in Trinity Lutheran Church pretty much based on this book, Joining Jesus on His Mission. They're available in our resource center. And there's three stages to moving outward. Number one, building relationships with Christians. This is easy, just hanging with people and building the relationships of people you are around day by day. Some of you know I've been eating too much fast food in my time here. Some of you are smiling broadly. And I will tell you the name of the young lady who always gives me my tacos and breakfast jacks. 
is named Charlotte because I see her twice a week <laughs> and I ask her name and we have a relationship. My exercise routine because of bad knees and ankles no longer involves running. So I do spin classes with that RPM, get a good cardio workout and some exercise for the muscles too a little bit. And I learn the names of everyone in the class and engage them with jokes and stories. Look to hang around with people in your life, get to know your neighbors. In fact, I think we copied today a, a list based on, on, on this book of 100 different things you can do just to connect in relationships with Christians. But then the next stage is more profound. Serve them. Look for their needs and seek to serve. Sacrifice to share. Your fellowship here at Trinity Lutheran Church is supportive. In concrete ways, you'll notice in the bulletin today, What's not really emphasized on the handouts we had previously, so we put this one in Trinity Local Mission Grant. To explain this much better than I, I give you our DCE, one of our DCEs, Carl Winkler. Share a little bit about the mission grants. On behalf of our outreach team, um, we have something called Trinity Local Mission Grants. You may have seen this before, you may not have, but I'm gonna tell you a little bit about what this is. And so Greg Finke kind of goes in and he talks about, you know, how do you um, love people? You simply look for a need. You know, if the Holy Spirit allows you to see a need in someone, man, that's an opportunity to love. And so what um, the outreach team wants to do is partner with you with these local mission grants and give you an opportunity to love others, to meet those needs that you see. So instead of giving a, a large portion to like something like PATH, we say, no, you are disciples. You are meeting people each and every day. We want you to know what their needs are and to love them. So what this may look like is I noticed my neighbor who lost his job a couple months ago due to COVID, um, he was out um, putting up a free slide that he found along the side of the road up in kind of this tree. And he has a three-year-old daughter. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting to build a tree house for my daughter. You know, we don't have the funds to build it all, but I found this slide and we're going to put it up in the tree and eventually I'm going to get wood and we're going to build a deck and then some stairs. And, my, and man, in my mind, it just started ringing. What an awesome opportunity to be able to love that neighbor by maybe going out and buying some wood so that he can build a house for his little three-year-old. And Trinity says, we wanna partner with you with that. Fill one of these out, say, hey, what's, what's my mission? Who's in need around me? Turn it into Cindy or to me or pastor. And we want to give you those funds to help love others. And the whole goal behind this is when we're loving others and when my neighbor says, why are you doing this? I can say, well, my Trinity has this, or my church has this little program that, that you know, they, they let me love others. Why do they do that? Well, because Jesus has loved us. And that gives you that opportunity to share your faith, to share the gospel, to, to share what Jesus has done for you. 
And so take advantage of these local mission grants. They can be for 20 bucks. They can be for 1000 bucks. I know those who are really good at using them in our congregation are the teachers because they'll have kids in school who are in need and they need shoes or something like that. But there's all kinds of opportunities around you. So if you have questions about this, I'll be in the back afterwards, find me, and we can talk. If there's any needs around you that you want Trinity to help support you accomplish. And we'll also have the little list of ways that you can love your neighbors in the back too. Thank you, Carl. There are all kinds of possibilities where you can serve, where we can support, and that will lead to the final stage, which is indeed sharing your faith. People will ask, why are you doing this? What makes you so different? And the door is open to share your saving God. Indeed, he will work through your actions, your routines, and your words outward with his power. The prepositions in all three of these movements, I, I thought all were important. We're, we're saved upward through faith. We don't, we don't earn our way. We live inward in love, immersed in Christ's love, one with another. And we are outward with, really with his power. I'll make a plug for our Thursday men's Bible study, 6.30 on Thursdays. We're studying 1 Corinthians. And early on, a couple of months ago, we came across 1 Corinthians 3.9, where it says, we are God's fellow workers. Is that astounding? That God grafts us in almost it sounds like in the grammar there is co-equals, at least in a practical sense, to work with him. Indeed, with all his power. His power is at work through us. We received just this last week from our work by the disaster relief down in southeast Texas and Louisiana. I think I heard they're going to Florida, maybe, as the storms ravage the south. They're out there working, sacrificing, sharing God's love with power. We got thank you notes from people. I won't read entirely, but one, we want to thank you for all your sacrifices and efforts for a woman who was given estimates for her repairs of $3,500, our group did it for free. She says, God bless you. You are in my prayers. And I've heard from members of the team how they can share Jesus Christ. Another said, thank you so much for assisting us. You are truly angels. Well, theologically, we're not angels like that but the word means messenger literally and we are in that sense sharing the good news of jesus with these people co-workers with god indeed sharing his power it says in ephesians 3 he is able to do that word able there is the word for power we get the word dynamite 
He has the dynamite to do more than we can ask or even think or imagine. Martin Luther said of the petition, you'll pray in just a minute, the second petition of the Lord's Prayer, Thy Kingdom Come, that our Lord gave us this petition so that we do not pray for less than we ought. <laughs> we can't even imagine what God is doing through us with his power. I can prove it to you even from an earthly perspective. Carl Winkler is all through the sermon today because in our leadership retreats as we met to work through this, to set goals and strategies, he began with a team building exercise. The various ministry teams and the church council gathered around tables to work as a team to create things like this. The best airplane we could make with only paper and tape. And then there was a competition to see which would go the farthest. Now here in our more formal worship, I'm not going to fly it. You better believe I'm going to do it in Ignite later on. Don't, don't tell anybody. And don't tell anybody what I'm going to show you. Because this was one I picked up from the ground. I can't remember what team it was. I grabbed this one also. A little different style. These flew. I did save mine, which our team didn't pick for some reason. And I thought it was great. I experimented afterwards. I think it flew farther than others. But... I used to make this in grade school all the time. They all flew. Our team did win with the one we selected, I must say. But there was one that actually flew farther. With just paper and tape. This one I will sail here today. It was done like this. Oh, look out. by somebody and Dan McCarthy <laughs> who was so creative to make a little ball and to wind it up with tape. Sorry, I almost hit somebody over there and that would have hurt. I didn't practice that beforehand. I thought that one should have won because it met all the criteria but went beyond expectation. It it was unexpected. It was powerful. It hit that wall hard. Imagine, try to know what God will do. All through this series, I've shown little graphics that try to illustrate upward through faith, inward in love. This one outward with power, but I wanted to find something better. I think there should be another person in there as Jesus reaches others to save them from the abyss by his cross. He is doing it through you. The Bible even says not even two angels were given this gospel message to receive, to share the good news that you are an heir of heaven and can share it with others. I did mess up the colors 
in the scheme and the movements the first week, but since then had them right. And I, all through this, wondered about symbolism of the colors. And I'm going to manufacture one uh, to add to Laura's great graphics. We are up in the blue, the purity of Christ, righteous in him. We are in with one another, sharing the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And we are out with the growth of his kingdom.